0: Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Welcome, everyone. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. And today we have a very special guest with us. We have Danny Lee. Welcome, Danny. We're so excited to have you.
1: Hi. I am so happy to be doing this.
0: And Danny and I actually met through a business mastermind. And I want to tell you just a little bit about her. She is the owner and founder of D Lee style a contemporary women's fashion line. It is so cute. You guys, you have to check it out. Um, She has a master's degree in finance. And then after that point, she took a huge leap and grew her dream business. And now it's two and a half years later, her fashion line is thriving. And she's even coaching other women in successfully owning the brand of their dreams. Welcome Daly. Thank you. That was
1: such a nice intro. I appreciate that.
0: You got it. And she is just beautiful inside and out. I've had the pleasure of actually meeting her in person, which is kind of rare these days in the online world. And just so excited to talk with you about your journey and have you open up a bit about relationships, which I know is something you already do kind of on your own Instagram. And you share a little bit about that with your audience. It seems like they love that.
1: Yeah, it it honestly took me a while to get to this point like a few years of just breaking through a lot of those boundaries of like vulnerability and being more transparent, but I as I slowly did it, I got so much feedback from people like it's so nice to know like I'm not alone or it's so nice to know that everybody goes through things like these. So it's been a really cool journey i feel like with my audience and my myself too being more comfortable being seen in that manner and you know allowing people to see the raw authentic side of me and not just like hey here's this pretty picture of me in a cute outfit
0: i love that and you're on the podcast called let's get vulnerable so you're taking it a step further today we're going to get vulnerable
1: Yeah. And I wouldn't say this really is another step in vulnerability. You know, like I haven't always totally opened up about absolutely everything, but I've definitely come to like, a really cool spot in my life as a woman where, you know, I'm, I'm 28, but I I feel like all the time I'm like, you know, I'm like at least 35 in my head. I swear I am, but I've come to like a really cool spot in my life where I'm just like, who cares? You know, like the facades, the, this, the, that, like, I feel like I'm, I'm really at a place where I'm like, let's, let's go. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk about what's real.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, I would love to hear more about your story and what got you to this place of creating your brand and kind of what is your big why for what you do, what you do. Tell us a bit more about you and your journey.
1: Yeah. So I grew up (laughs) in literally the smallest town ever, um, population 250 people in very, very rural Wisconsin. I'm talking like we didn't have, we didn't have anything. There was Danny. our big fun, yes, it's crazy. Our big fun thing to do for the day, and I'm not kidding, was me and my sister would walk to the pop machine in town because like that is all our town had was a pop machine. So oh we, would, <laughs> we, we were little and we would like walk to this pop machine and get a Sprite and walk the Sprite home and like enjoy the Sprite. Like that was really my big thing to do for the day. So... <laughs> I say that to say when we were like at the supermarket or anything like that, which we had to drive a few times over to get to a grocery store. But I would beg my mom, I would see like the Teen Vogue and I would beg my mom, like, please, 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 can I get these magazines? So I started to look at those when I was little because I'm like, you know, there has to be something more than what I'm seeing in front of me. Like, come on, this can't be it. So I really just totally fell in love with the fashion. I fell in love with the beauty like I just I love the way that the girls presented themselves so much different than what I was seeing and I was like, you know what I, I want to be like that. so I would really start to express myself like through my outfits even though they were different even though I kind of got bullied for it but I was like, no, this is my style this is who I am um, this is this is the way I want to start presenting myself even if you know, the 12-year-olds in my class have something to say about it, whatever. Um, so fast forward, when I was 18, I immediately got out of there as quickly as I could. Um, and I just remember picking finance as my major because, I don't know, I was just like, oh, cool, money. Like, I, I kind of associated having money with, like, having a different life than I saw growing up. So I got my undergrad in finance and then fast forward I landed a job at one of the biggest firms here in Chicago. I went to DePaul which is like a college downtown Chicago. I got my masters in finance and it really really hit me like as I was getting ready for work every day and the fav- my favorite part of the day was picking out my outfit. And I was like, that's, that's an issue, you know, like, I can't be spending eight hours in a cubicle. And the only thing that I love about this is what I'm wearing. So I started my own brand then and I was so blessed and lucky, like right out of the gate, you know, I had I had so much amazing support. And yeah, it it is where it is today. And I'm, I'm very proud of it
0: so many gems that you shared in your story and we have something in common i also grew up in a town of
1: 250 people in montana oh my gosh oh my gosh it's a it's <laughs> an interesting experience it really is it
0: is it is and you know i loved what you shared about realizing that your outfit was the favorite part of your day and listening to that and tuning into it being aware of what your passion is? Because I think so many people, they might have those little whispers, but they ignore it and they go, well, that doesn't make sense. Or that would be uncomfortable. Or I couldn't really do that. But you listened to it and you went for it. What What do you think helped you really go for it?
1: I mean, if we're in the spirit of being totally transparent on this podcast, I would say a huge help in my life at that time was that I was engaged to somebody who was very financially fit. So I had kind of like, you know, that safety net for, hey, if I do quit my career, you know, I will be okay. Now I say that to say my safety net very, very, very quickly disappeared. And I, when I say quickly, I mean, within like seven, eight weeks of starting my business, um, that safety net disappear because our relationship did dissolve and quit at that time. And I was left with like, Hey, I just quit my six figure, very cushy, nice career full of security. And I am now holding on to this business that is weeks old and I have no idea what to do with it. So, you know, I really found out so much about myself during that time period. And it was just really like go time to make the dream happen. So, I don't know if that fully answers your question, but that's really my transparent, honest answer.
0: I love that answer. And I think, I mean, there's a few things there, but knowing that when we feel secure, we're better able to go out into the world and do big things. And that's actually why relationships are so important because they're not just about the relationship, but they're about you showing up and having that support system and getting to go out and be the biggest version of you Um, but it sounds like really quickly you had to take that security and just create it for yourself um yeah so tell us tell us about gosh tell us about your dating journey that experience of being you know with someone being engaged and just yeah tell us the whole thing
1: yeah i honestly at this point look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to tear up because I'm just so thankful for everything um, that I got to experience through that. Like it's, it's very beautiful. It was such a beautiful experience to me, even though it did end, like it was, it was so neat to see like the way my heart opened up. It was so neat to, you know, get that, get that support so that I really could live out my dreams. So, which is owning a business. So I really have like just so much gratitude in my heart for that relationship and how everything went down. Um I would say before that, I very casually dated, but I didn't really, you know, like I never felt that like spark or I was just always like, yeah, we're friends. We're cool. You know, and guys would kind of try to be like, well, could we be more? Could we, talk about this and I, I feel like I was just very like aloof because I knew I just knew what I wanted um and then fast forward once um my engagement dissolved I I've definitely been dating since then I've dated a few like really amazing guys I think again haven't necessarily like found that spark so I think in, in some ways they're getting a more aloof side of me but uh, I've I just know, you know, I, I know what I want. I know what it feels like. And yeah, I'm excited for when it comes. I I honestly have a feeling it's coming very soon. So.
0: (laughs) Danny, I love so much of what you said. And, um, there was something there that I hope the audience catches, which is you said, I know what it feels like. And that's something that I really coach women on is in order to bring that great relationship into your life, you want to be able to feel into what it feels like.
1: Mm, Yeah. And it's, it's so real. It's whether it's a relationship, whether it's a career, whether it's, your home, like it just should all feel very natural and very aligned and very easy. And I feel so blessed to have experienced that in a relationship. So now I know going forward, I'm like, oh, like I I know when that feeling is here.
0: So, so important. And I think one of the things that I help women with is when you've never experienced that, or maybe what you have associated with relationships is pain and struggle, and you can't trust people. And then when you're stuck in that feeling state, and that's your model for a relationship, we wonder why we keep attracting those kinds of scenarios, right? Yeah,
1: completely. It's, it's, really like a matrix that you're making up outside of you based on what you have going on inside. Like, um, and I guess we can get into this a little bit later, but, um, one thing I always say is my favorite quote is as within, so without. So I see like women will be like, you know, I can't believe like it's him, it's this, it's, I keep attracting like the same person and I'm like, babe, (laughs) there's one common denominator here, you know, and it's not in a shame based way. It's really in an empowering way to say like, hey, if I actually change what's going on inside of me, I can really change what's being brought into my life on the external. It's not them. It's not their fault. It's actually no one's fault it's just my matrix that i've built up or the pattern i've built up needs you know a little love and attention and we can change it and bring in something that we really do want to bring in
0: i love this and you know i think the audience listening they're, they're familiar with me saying something like your relationship template your relationship blueprint what it is you believe to be true about relationships um And I think one thing about you that I can just pick up just from even meeting you and of course, seeing your social media and seeing how, how you are in the world is it's really clear that you are comfortable with empty space. And what I mean by that is you're not just giving your energy to things just to, to do it, whether it's a relationship, career, whatever. But you're very intentional about who you allow into your life and who you invest energy into.
1: Yeah, I really, I'm happy that you were intentionality behind doing them.
0: Yes. And I think that when it's just like, so game changing. And I, I say this to people all the time. We don't want to water plastic plants. Like we don't want to give mm. our energy to relationships that don't go anywhere. So for the women listening to this, Danny, who they haven't quite mastered that, and maybe they're in an on, on, again, off again, a situation like, what is it that you would say to that person?
1: Sorry, and you cut out for a second there. Were you just asking like what I would say to women in situationships? Yes. So, I would definitely say like is that really what you want? Is that what you're prepared for? Um is that is that your purpose in this life? You know, I would definitely say if what you want is a relationship. Why do you think that you can't have it? Why do you think that you have to settle for this thing that is less than?
0: That's so powerful. So why give energy to something that's not what you want, when you could protect that space? And sure, maybe it's empty space, and you're not in a relationship. But you're saving your energy for what you really truly want.
1: Yeah. And it's totally like, I think a scarcity mindset to believe that if you do really want a healthy, loving relationship and you believe that you cannot have it and you have to settle for this situationship, like, are you really telling me that you think this universe, God, whatever you particularly want to believe in, do you really think that they don't have what you want? Like they don't have your best interest in the back of their mind too?
0: Exactly. So, that really core belief of the desires are placed on your heart for a reason and it's an abundant world. And of course, it exists. Yes. I love it. I feel like we're getting into the feminine energy manifesting kind of topics. I love all this stuff.
1: Yes. It's, this is my wheelhouse. I definitely spend like a good portion of my day in books and just listening to all all things feminine energy and universe, etc.
0: Yeah, because there's this masculine way of being in the world where we think, okay, you know what you want, go out and do it and push to make it happen and focus on the strategy and you know, hustle, 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 control, control, control. And we all know that when we're applying that to our relationships, it feels pretty bad. 100%.
1: And that's really what I meant to say earlier when I said like, it's not about the action. It's not about like, I did the five tips on the list of how to meet a guy or something like that. It's not about the action. It's entirely about your intentionality behind it. So am I doing things because I'm really aligned to doing them? And I think that it's actually the best for me? Or am I doing things because I'm pushing, forcing and you know, using my weight in the world to try to get what I want instead of trusting that the universe is going to help align me with it.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, Speaking of dating journeys, and obviously you are one and you're on one right now. um, What, what do you think about the relationship with yourself personally And how your relationship with yourself has impacted your dating
1: journey? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's, I feel like the most important question, honestly, because as we keep reiterating, like your relationship with yourself is what you are going to see in the world. So you know previously even though I was in the world and I was doing those forcing and pushing and I was checking off the check boxes like yeah I got my two degrees I'm doing this I'm making six figures I'm you know I'm good I'm secure I'm fine um it was not that on the inside at all like I was deeply insecure I did not know my worth because You know, it it comes from a variety of reasons, but I think especially when you're born into like a very, very small town, like you're kind of kept under that rock and you just don't necessarily know who you are in the world as compared to anyone else. So I, I think I was just, I really did not know my worth. And as a result of that, you know, I was in situations that were a lot less than me in my, in my true heart of hearts. Um, so that really, you know, once I had that, like, you know, engagement broken off and it's like, okay, you know, it's me time for once in my life, it's me time. I'm not focused on my career. I'm not focused on, you know, another person in my life. Like it's, it's really like finding myself and that's, you know, we talk about self-love and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, it's not all, bubble baths and face masks. And that's not necessarily, those can be byproducts of loving yourself. Like I love myself so much that I'm going to allow myself to relax and do a bubble bath and things like that. But, you know, really what it means to love yourself is like unconditionally, if I make mistakes today, I still love me unconditionally. If I don't, you know, hit my figure for the day of what I wanted to make my business I still love myself it's it, that's been such a journey over these past two years of like you know really really getting in my own corner and rooting for myself and being my biggest cheerleader and I've seen and the outside world like totally react to me in a different way like my dating experiences are so much more positive um, I feel like I'm taking care of a lot, but I also had to kind of get out of that, you know, independent, I'm good type of mindset. So I, I'm taking care of a lot in dating. It feels very nice. You know, my friendships are just like very easy. There's no drama, anything like that. Um, you know, in my business, everything just feels so much better. It looks a lot more like me. Um, and when I say me, I mean, like my actual soul coming out into the collections and things like that. It's it's not like this forced, everything just felt very forced before. And now it feels like I'm in a very receptive mode.
0: I love it so much. And, you know, one of the words that comes to mind is radical self-acceptance. Mm. Yes. Right. Cause I think it's so easy to deny parts of ourselves or even feel shame or compare and think we need to be like someone else and we lose parts of ourselves. But when we move towards radical self-acceptance, we are accepting all parts of ourselves and speaking to ourselves with compassion and understanding that at our core, we are good. We are enough. We're more than enough. You know, there's uh, so many people, Danny, and myself in the past, and maybe you can relate to this, but just walking around with a core belief that there's something wrong with me or I'm just not good Mm. enough in some kind
1: of way. Yes, completely. I remember sitting down with my therapist the first time, you know, like years ago. And I was like, you know, I just think there's something bad about me. She was like, "What? Like, you know, obviously they're used to hearing things like that." But she's like, "Where did this come from? You know?" And it, we don't need to get into the deep, deep, deep. But it does. It, it starts in those formative years between zero and seven when you're a child, and that's really what you take as your blueprint of the world um, and of life. And if if some of those negative beliefs are downloaded, then like they people don't realize it, but they stick with you, and they might they kind of you know, they're in the back seat of your car as you're driving and they're kind of pointing out certain directions to go and things like that. And you don't realize it, that you are, you have Mm -hmm. this passenger with you and the passenger really is that like shadow side and that shadow side, those things that we think make us bad or undesirable or just, you know, not a good person. Like the shadow side just wants your attention. It just wants you to say like, no, it's, it's, you know, it's, you're okay. I'm going to give you a hug. It's really like that little girl still living inside of you that you just, you, you have to give it attention instead of just shoving it down and saying like, I'm good. I'm fine. And I'm going to affirmations my way through today. And I'm going to just meditate and kumbaya and stuff like that. It's like, those are good things to do, but it's it's very, very important and probably more vital to just love that shadow side of yourself as well. Like when you do make a mistake, it's okay. When you do something that, you know, society would deem like you're a bad woman, yeah, good. <laughs> okay, I'm the villain, you know? <laughs>
0: I love this so much. And I, I love metaphors. Anybody who's listened to the podcast, they know I'm like constantly talking in metaphors. So the idea that those, negative self-beliefs are like a backseat driver and they are trying to tell you which way to go and they are not serving you at all. And what happens is just what you said. Most of us try to just ignore them, but then they get louder and louder and louder. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not until we speak with them with so much compassion and kindness and saying, well, no wonder you've, you felt that way. And, Mm -hmm. and really reparenting showing up as that ideal parent for ourselves
1: that they they go away they get out of the car you know 100% you know when people every single time someone acts out in life whether it's a child or an adult like what's underneath there is the wanting of love so it's your shadow is the exact same way when it acts out and it self sabotages what you've got going on or what you truly desire like it just needs some love even if it's ugly, to get to that point of loving it. I love this so much. I can't wait for your
0: audience to hear this To be like, we got so deep. Like, Danny is deep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. To the dismay of some of the men I've dated, I think I'm very deep.
0: (laughs) As you know, there is that person out there that is going to absolutely adore that about you. 100%.
1: 100%.
0: (laughs) Um, So you did something fun on your Instagram, you told your audience, you were going to come on a podcast, and you wanted to know kind of what they wanted to hear about. So share with us, what is it that they would like us to discuss?
1: Yeah, it was, you know, every time I ask this question on Instagram, I'm like, I should know what the answer is. I think it, it happens every time. I think I kind of you know, my, my, the dissolving of my engagement was like, in my mind's eye at that time being younger, like fairly, Ooh, it's public. People see it. Da da Um, so during that point in my life, I felt like I'd maybe had some extra eyes on me. And the, the one thing, or the main thing that women kept saying to me is like, wow, you're handling this with a lot of grace, you know, like you're really moving through this, it, it it looks like in a healthy way. So the number one thing I always get when I say like, hey, I'm going on a podcast, what, what would you guys like to hear relationship wise? And they're like, how to get over a breakup, how to get over a breakup. So, and I'm, you know, I don't want to be the child, poster child for breakups, because there's much more to me. But um, I will just touch on my experience of moving through a breakup with what, you know, looked like grace and I guess felt like grace, um, within me. So I definitely got my butt right into therapy because I was like these, you know, I need some tools to get through this. And obviously I didn't get myself in this situation. Obviously if I got myself in this situation, I'm not at my healthiest, I'm not at my best emotionally. So what, what can I do to, ensure that I really grow from this. So immediately it was like, you know, I remember when everything went down, we got off the phone, like, yep, not doing this anymore. And I just something came over me where I looked myself in the mirror and it was like somebody else was talking to me that was not me. Like it was maybe my higher self, my future self, but it was just like it's go time, Danny. Like it this is a new chapter. We gotta strip ourselves of this one that just occurred. Like you, you have so much more. To you And like, let's let this be a beautiful journey and a beautiful unfolding. Yes, it's going to hurt. And I've never experienced hurt like that in my life where it was like, such a beautiful hurt. And I don't know how to put it any other way. But it was like, my heart was cracking open. But at the same time, it was just getting so much bigger. So I let myself just really let it be a beautiful thing. And I kept reminding myself of that. And I, I also kept reminding myself, like, you know, I believe in a God, I believe in a universe, I believe in a, a higher power. And why would they ever, ever take me from something good and not take me to something great? So I said, you know, sometimes you see that meme on um, Instagram, where it's like God holding out the small teddy bear, uh, to the or the child holding out a small teddy bear, bear to god and he's saying like please don't take my small teddy bear but what the child can't see is that god has a huge teddy bear behind its back so i kept just reminding myself of that like you know maybe i can't see the light right now but i know i will i absolutely know i will and i also think another important tool that I use was like really turning everything into gratitude. Like I was like, you know, my mom, my mom didn't raise me to be a bitter person. She really did it. And even though this sucks, this hurts right now. Like I do not want to be a bitter person. I, I want to just have so much gratitude for what I did learn so much gratitude for the beautiful relationship that it was. And I just took out the key components of it that I really liked. So I think that's important that a lot of women maybe don't realize right away is like taking out what you love about the relationship because what you focus on grows. So it's like, well, I can continue to have all these qualities and I can continue to attract these really great things in relationships. If I'm focusing on the things that I loved, if I'm constantly walking around, like, I can't trust any men. Everything sucks. They suck, you know, like, well, yeah, then you're going to keep attracting that. If, you, if you're harboring on the things that you really didn't like from the relationship, like you will continue to draw them to you like a magnet. So I very quickly just saw the light at the end of the tunnel and, or attempted to, or knew that the light at the end of the tunnel was coming. And then I also just wanted to ride a higher frequency And I was able to do that through gratitude. And I was able to do that through picking out the things that I loved.
0: This is so, so good, Danny. And there was, there's so many key takeaways there. Some of the things that I really appreciated was talking about basically the narrative that you want to tell about the breakup. So deciding what is the story that I'm going to tell about this and what it meant Because I think so often we don't realize that we do get to decide our stories and we get to decide how we're going to remember it. And what's the story we're going to tell ourselves about a relationship and about why it ended? Is the story going to be, oh, because you're not good enough and you're not worthy of love and everyone's going to leave you? Or is the story going to be, hey, it was a great relationship. There were these positive things about it. And then there were these reasons why we were no longer a good match. And we're moving on because we know we both need to do that, right? Like, what's the story you're going to tell yourself?
1: Yeah. And I think you hit a huge major point, you know, because some people might say like, well, that's not the facts of it. That's not the Da, da, da. And I'm like, I'm gonna believe whatever I want to believe. <laughs> so you can call it delusion, you can call it whatever you want, but we don't ex you experience the past only in the present moment right now, right? It does not exist, it only exists in your memory of right now. So what memories would serve me best? Um, just having a happy, great story, honestly. And it, it's not it's not for or like completely removing. You know, like, yeah, there was pain. There was a lot of, you know, things that cracked my heart open for sure. But I'm choosing to spin that into a story or not even spin, but it's just create a story around it that serves me now. Like, why, why Mm -hmm. would I keep telling that same old story if it's not good for me? Yeah,
0: absolutely. To tell the story that serves you and that is filled with, with the most love and I think of course there's grieving and of course there's pain and any breakup and you can go through those, you know, feel through it. But the idea is what are you going to take with you? And if we're doing a good job of grieving and feeling through the pain, we can leave it as, as you said, okay, Danny, new chapter, mm. you can have a new chapter. If you do allow yourself to actually grieve and feel through the pain Instead of just holding on to it and repeating and repeating and repeating
1: that story, right? And, and some people entirely do just do a rinse and repeat of the past, you know, because they didn't fully face those emotions or heal them. And I think, you know, one thing that really helped me was just remembering like, I'm a human being on this chunk of dirt and I was sent here on this spinning chunk of dirt and I was sent here to feel human emotions part of those is grieving part of those is pain and i you know i i took gratitude in feeling those emotions um to just say like this is part of my human experience and that's okay i'm i'm lucky i can feel
0: so powerful so so powerful i want to shift gears just a little bit and just talk to you about dating now and like, what do you feel like supports you the best when you're dating? Like, what do you what do you need in order to date in a healthy way?
1: Mm. Um, I first and foremost really chilling out and uh, not being, you know, I am just a very, you know, I would say an independent woman. That's what I would look like from the outside, and that's what really I was for a long long period of my life, but I've really, really taken that part of myself down because it was really denying like the fact that I do want a man to lead. Like I I do, you know, and that doesn't have to be for every woman, but that was the fact for me. Like, I do want a man to lead. I want a man who is able to help take care of me emotionally, mentally, financially, you know, obviously I'm, I'm still doing those things as well for myself and for him, but I was really, um, not fully experiencing those things previously because I wasn't set up to let that in. So I think really diving into myself and figuring out, you know, I'm obviously attracting X, Y, Z for a reason. Like, let me switch it into attracting something that I really want to attract. So I guess, the question, or the yeah, the question would be how to do that. Um, I really just got very introspective, and I got you know I just meditate a lot. I also just got honest for once about what I really do want, instead of saying like oh well that's not possible for me or you know that that doesn't happen for people or da da da. Like I just got very honest. Like I want the moon, the sun, the stars. I want all of it, and that's okay. And I will just wait for it. You know.
0: That's so beautiful. And I think there's so many very successful women. And you know, this was myself in the past too, where I really loved my independence because I felt so safe that way, and it felt actually very emotionally scary for me to receive. Um, and i I know that what what you're talking about is allowing yourself to get to a place where it feels safe to be supported and to receive. Um, And to have a partnership where you have someone who's on your team and you're, you're building together instead of you having to be the one
1: to, to take care of them. Right? Absolutely. I feel like I totally was just like, let me take my superhero cape off. Like, what am I trying to do here? Like, let, you know, let me just have a nice human, vulnerable experience. I don't need to be in control of everything. And Helping them and helping myself and taking care of everyone. Like I deserve to be taken care of too.
0: You said the key word control because that's what it's all about. When we are attracting those people where we need to take care of them or be the one doing all of the emotional labor in the relationship, it's actually about control. And that's Mm. about us feeling emotionally safe if we have some kind of control. And for most people, that's pretty unconscious. Like, you're not really aware. Um, 100%. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you are aware and that you have that realization. And then I, I love what you said once again about be honest about what you really truly want. Cause we all know, like, and I, I actually call this, Danny, like, I call it bad bitch mode, where you're yeah. like, catch flights, not feelings. Like don't, don't need anyone. Right. Like, like that was me for a long time. And it was this facade of like, I don't need anyone. I don't want anyone like, but I had to get to a place where I could comfortably emotionally admit to myself what I really did desire, like a true partnership.
1: 100%. I can totally relate to that. Like you're a bad bitch. You're that. I'm like, I just want to be a good woman now. Okay. I don't want, you know, I don't want to think. <laughs> I don't care about you guys thinking I'm a bad bitch and I'm independent, stuff like that. Because what where, where that's really coming from is like it's entirely just our ego. It's like, hey, I'm safe in this facade. I'm good yeah. when I'm wearing this cape. I'm, you know, and what's that really do what that's really doing is keeping the love that deep down, you really want the vulnerability that you really want deep down, like that is completely repelling it from you.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think what we realize is when we allow ourselves to soften and we allow ourselves to receive, we really do step into this amount of feminine power that is just so attractive. And as you've talked about, it feels easy. It feels light. It's, you know, it's not this like, go push, achieve, get it all like things just come to you. And
1: it's funny when you actually do that. And it's funny to me to see in my life, how much more I actually receive now. Like when I'm not trying, I'm not doing anything like in all aspects of my life. If I'm just aligned being myself, keeping my heart open, like I actually receive so much more than when I'm like manipulating it and controlling it and trying to put it in this perfect box that fits my facade.
0: I love it so much. Yeah. You even told me before we hit record, like coming on this podcast, you were like, I would like to be on a podcast. And (laughs) then my, my assistant who knows you reached out like a week later.
1: Yes. I've, I, I, we touched on this a little bit before too. I I kind of told you about my manifesting list that I keep in the notes of my phone. Like, and it's, this is a cool experience and just allowing yourself to want what you want throughout the day. As a desire pops up in my mind, even if, Hey, it might be a big desire or it might be a big thing. I just write it down. I put it, I put the date and I write down what I want and it's really cool to like, just slowly go back. You know, I guess slowly isn't even the right word because sometimes it's only a few days. Sometimes it's like by that night, and I just go back and check off what I was able to bring into my life.
0: I love this. And this is something I teach women inside of the Empowered Secure Love program It's just you have to be able to write these things down and to really visualize them because there is so much power in being able to acknowledge when these things have happened, what whatever it is, um. And one thing I'm curious what you would say about this, but one thing I've been really tuning into lately is writing down what it is, but associating it with an emotion of how I'm going to feel. Because I think that's when it's so powerful when you connect to actually the emotion that's connected to that goal. 1,000%.
1: 1,000%. I call that the, um, you know, like, you know, like flower essence, how they pull the oil out of the flower. And it's like the beautiful aroma, it, it still captures the entire essence of the flower. So I kind of call that like the flower essence, like, what are you hoping to capture out of, you know, your business hitting a million dollars this month? What do you hope? What emotion do you want to capture out of that? What's the essence? And it's actually fun when you can feel that already that you don't even care what comes in. You don't, you are so happy and just in such a good place in life that like it doesn't matter if you have the external thing added, but it's that's usually when it does get added is when you don't need it and you already are aligned with it inside on your Yes,
0: own. a thousand percent. When you can feel into how you want to feel. And you're, you know, operating at that frequency, and you're thinking those thoughts and acting as if then that's when the things just effortlessly come in. So, and people are always like, Oh, it's like, woo, woo, whatever. But the fact is, this is backed up by neuroscience. When we have thoughts, it's like that
1: completely impacts our reality. 100%. 100 percent anyone you know because I get that pushback a lot too like well yeah if you live in like fairy fairy land dah, dah, dah. and I'm like look at quantum physics look at if anyone studies your subconscious mind they would know this is entirely true like it it is you do create your reality from the inside yes
0: and Danny, so my assistant let me know that you had gone on this retreat and it really caught my interest. So just a couple of weeks ago, you went on this journey. Um, can you tell us about it and just tell us what you learned while you were there?
1: Yeah, I will do a plug for the We Care Spa in Palm Springs. It was absolutely stunning. It was so gorgeous. Um, it was very, and I didn't necessarily know this because a friend just randomly told me to go. And it was just like a ping from the universe that I'm like, yep, I need to go. I booked the flight. I booked the whole thing. Um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, to be completely honest. Um, when I got there, it was just a very star studded guest list. I was like, okay, like Tiffany Haddish was checking in next to me. Um, I I spent some time talking to this woman who she was like, yeah, you know, the movie Legally Blonde. I wrote that. I was like, what? Like, where am I? Okay, this is cool. Um, So it was a cool experience to manifest for myself. But essentially, it's a week long stay at a spa in the middle of the desert. And they take they don't take your electronics away. But you're, you know, you just Know, like, hey, if I'm paying all this for this retreat, I will listen to the rule of no electronics. So I didn't have a phone. I was completely off the grid, like, completely removed from my day to day matrix. And it also was all juice based. So no food for a week. And it really, really, when you strip away those, you know, kind of coping mechanisms or those extra things that you always have in your hand or, you know, your mind's running with them. I feel like I got so close to who I actually really am on the inside without all the external stuff.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. It's amazing how really we don't even realize how there's so many things in our environment or so many distractions or routines that we have, or little, yeah, the food that we eat, what, whatever it is, there's so many things that can take us away from our internal experience and really, truly connecting with ourselves. So I love that that's what you got out of it. Um, I imagine you feel even more powerful and
1: refreshed after that. Yeah, I came back to Chicago. and My sister was like, who are you? Like, why are you being so nice? Why are you you being so nice? I'm like, I'm in a different dimension right now. I'm good. You know, like I really just it helped me see out of the matrix I was currently living in and like really helped me to create a new one for myself.
0: I love that so much. And tell us. I know. I mean, I could talk to you forever, but obviously, we are going to wrap up at some point. But what I do want to hear is what you are kind of working on now in terms of just your own personal, you know, emotional well-being, spiritual well-being. Like, what are what are you kind of working on at the moment?
1: Ooh, I am just so so into the power of our subconscious mind. I feel like sometimes I need to take a break throughout the day, but I'm just such an avid reader and I love reading about it. I love watching, you know, YouTube videos on it and just following a lot of people who are big philosophers within this field specifically. Um, I got to have a really cool experience at that retreat that I went to that really solidified like the importance of working on the subconscious i was i worked with a practitioner in um what was it called psychological kinesiology so basically like a gym for your subconscious and i worked with her while i was there and i will continue to work with her every week for now until hopefully forever um yeah, so that's my my latest thing is like really it's exactly what you talk about is like recreating that blueprint in our mind in our subconscious so that our world can be removed of those blockages.
0: Love it so much. Is there any I have a as you're talking I'm like, "Ooh, I have a couple books that this makes me think of, but are there any books that stand out to you when you think about that topic?"
1: Yes, my favorite, my absolute favorite one right now. And I've gotten like deep into Reddit searches, LOL, like such a weirdo, but I've gotten deep into those. And like everyone in this field says like this book is just, you know, it, it nails the whole subconscious theory so well. So, um, it is called the power of your subconscious mind by, I believe it's Joseph Murphy Very
0: cool. Well, we can we can all Google that. The power of your subconscious mind. Love it. I was thinking of psycho cybernetics. Have you read that? Ooh, no, but I like the
1: title already.
0: <laughs> You'll love it. Add it to your add it to your Amazon cart. Yeah, psycho cybernetics. It talks all about identity and your unconscious. Um, and then the other one I'm thinking of, this is for people who are like ready to go full into woo woo, um, all <laughs> of the, all, all the way in would be levels of energy. Mm-hmm. So psychocybernetics and levels of energy, girl, like check it out, add it to your list.
1: <laughs> oh, I immediately will after this. I will <laughs> definitely do that. I love this stuff.
0: I do too. And I am such a book nerd. I need a library. I won't even do Kindle. I still order the books and Ooh. I just stack them up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, last week or it was a few weeks ago, I had to tell myself like no more ordering books until you read all the books on your shelf. So I know I, just, I am so bad. L- like, literally, It's a good habit night. to have though, right? right.
0: Yo, oh, yeah. The best habit. Yeah. On my nightstand, I have 12 books, but anyways, <laughs> I, I know I need to narrow it down to two and then just put the rest somewhere else. But anyways, yeah, I'm a total book nerd. Um, that's amazing that you're continuing to work on that. And really when you think about it, that is just the most powerful way to change our outside world is to focus on identity and our subconscious beliefs. So what a what a powerful tool to zone in on. I love it. It
1: is it's the only way I mean, you can temporarily change some things in the external, but after a week, after a month, you know, if your partner's like, okay, I'll be on my best behavior, I'll never do X, Y, Z again. Well, if it's in his, you know, subconscious, he's going to do X, Y, Z again. Like it, it it's really the only way for like long-term success in what you want. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I love that so much. Is there anything, Danny, that we haven't talked about that you feel like you would want to share, whether it's about personal development, dating, healthy relationships, anything that you would want to share
1: with the audience? Mm, I think really the key point that we kept coming back to this whole podcast, and I'll just drive it home at the end here is like, it really is the relationship between you and you on the inside. And it, you know, we got to stop struggling with what's outside of us and, you know, kind of moving parts and moving things in specific ways to appease us when like all of your power really, really lies inside yourself. Like I promise ladies listening to this, like you have so, so much power and you just got to tap into it on the inside. I love that so much.
0: And of course we want everybody listening to connect with you and to see the beautiful line that you have and, um, what's the best way, like, what's the best way to connect with you and to shop your brand?
1: Yes. So I am on Instagram, Danny Lee. I also have an Instagram for my business, which is shop Lee. Uh, you could go right to the website, which is dot or for my people who might be a little bit younger or me who's transitioned over to TikTok now to like keep meeting my customers on that level. Um, we're on TikTok at shop Lee as well.
0: Girl, you did it. You got to TikTok. I'm like trying. It's rough.
1: (laughs) I know. I totally had those feelings, but like now that I'm on it, I'm like, Oh, this is fun. Cool.
0: Okay, well there there's hope, but seriously I love get the fits that you have. I need to order some. So keep doing what you're doing. It's beautiful. Um everyone go connect with Danny. She has amazing content. It's of course beautiful clothes, but it's also a lot of inspiration and she's just A really great human to connect with. So make sure you connect with her. And Danny, we just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you for coming on and being vulnerable. I feel like we shared a lot of great things.
1: Yes, I was so happy to do this. I really appreciate it.
0: Anytime. I think we should have you back on in the future. So we will, we will be in touch. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And of course, everyone, Danny and I are wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you.